Guess what time it is? Friday Jams! Well, hey, 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 what's up, everyone? Welcome to the Rock Your Brand Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Boker, a serial entrepreneur on a mission to help you. This show is designed to teach you, to inspire you, to motivate you, to take massive action and build a future-proof business. So whether you're just starting out or taking your existing business to the next level, this is your home. Now, if you're ready, I'm ready. Let's rock your brand. What's up, everyone? Welcome to this Friday Jam Session. Super excited you're here. And if you haven't heard me say it before, I'm going to say it right now. This is probably one of the highlights of my week because I get to hang out with some cool people every single Friday and answer some really awesome questions. Now, you might be asking, Scott, how do I get my question answered? Well, all you need to do is become part of our Take Action crew. How do you do that? Very easy. Head on over to TakeActionCrew.com. It's totally free, and we do it every single Friday, and it is a blast. So what you're about to listen to is one that we did last week. So this way here, even if you can't attend, you can always show up here to the Rock Your Brand podcast and listen to our live jam session. All right, guys, so sit back, relax, and let's jam. All right, guys, welcome back to another Friday jam session. I am fired up because, well, we're talking about one of my favorite uh, topics, and that is evergreen content. And I've titled this podcast, this session, Three Reasons Why I Love Creating Evergreen Content. So I'm going to go through three of those reasons. There are more, but the very first thing that I want to bring to your attention is evergreen content. What is it? What is evergreen content? And some people get confused as far as content and evergreen content. So you can look at content like this right here. I'm creating a podcast. I'm creating a live stream on Facebook. And some would say, Scott, that's a piece of evergreen content. And it kind of is. But the kind of evergreen content that I'm talking about is a search-related type of content. And we'll get into that here in a minute. Uh, If you have been listening for any period of time over the past 12 months, then you know that I'm pretty big on this thing I'm calling niche properties where we're building digital real estate online. It's where we create content that uh, gets picked up by the search engines. And then when people search for something, they find the piece of content, it brings them over to the, uh, the website or the niche property, as I call it. And that gets tracked as a visitor. And then we can monetize that visitor through ad networks, affiliate offers, our own products, however we want to monetize. Okay. So really that's what I'm looking at. But if we're looking at it as just a, you know, Hey, here I am creating a piece of content on Facebook, let's say, right? Yes. That, that piece of content won't go away unless I delete it. Right. But for the most part, Unless you scroll through the newsfeed, you're not probably going to find this piece of content. You're not going to go to Facebook and search for a piece of content. And I want you to ask yourself that. Have you really ever went to Facebook and went in their little search bar and searched for something? I bet you it's less than 1% of people that actually go there to search. They go there and scroll. And what grabs their attention that day, that is where they are going to look at that piece of content. Yes, sometimes you can get a piece of content that goes viral. It might go viral for a week. It might go viral for a month, maybe even a few months, but that's short-lived. 
So what I like to look at is evergreen content. Now, a podcast, is that evergreen content? Yes. Can you search for something in the podcast directory? Yes. Is it common? Not really, right? Once you kind of subscribe to a show, that's the interest of the show. So in this case, if you're if you're a subscriber of the podcast, you're probably interested in building a brand, selling products, whether that's physical products, digital products, building content or creating content that drives traffic, building a niche property. That's probably what you're interested in. So now that you've found it, either someone recommended it, or maybe uh, maybe you you found one of my other uh, you know lead magnets or something where you came in from a maybe a checklist or maybe it was a, a workshop that I did or, or whatever. And then you were introduced to the podcast, but once you're a subscriber, yes, that content is there and you could view it today or listen to it today. And you can, someone else can listen to it a year from now. But for the most part, that content is not really being searched for. And that's the difference. That's what I want to talk about here. And that's why I love evergreen content when we're talking about niche properties. All right. So let's kind of cover these. Number one, the number one reason I love evergreen content is because it's easy. Now, I don't mean that like it's just going to happen. I mean, it's easy that everyone can do it. That's not the case. What I mean is there's really not a huge barrier to entry. It's something that you could create. I could create. Anyone can create. All right. If we just kind of hunker down and do it. We do a little bit of the research, we find out what people are searching for, and then we put that piece of content on our website, and now it resides there. Google indexes us, puts us in the, the search directory, if you will, and then if we've written a good piece of content, if we've optimized it decently, and we've went after maybe a low-hanging fruit type keyword, there's a good chance we're going to show up, start getting some of that traffic. So it's not hard, right? And I say it's easy. It's one of the easiest ways to get traffic in my eyes, unless you're looking at paid traffic, which then it's going to cost you money. And there's a whole learning curve there. And usually got to spend a lot of money before you can even start to figure it out. And then you got to have a back end and all of this stuff, right? With evergreen content, we create that piece, we publish it, and we can kind of walk away and then create another one. Okay. So it is easier, let's say that, because there's not really a lot that's stopping us. It's just you creating the piece of content, optimizing it and filling in that void for search for someone that's searching for something. So one of the easiest ways to create that content is to just answer questions. And yes, it could be a how-to, but sometimes that's a little bit more difficult. That's why I always recommend and inside of our seven-day content creation challenge, I'm always telling people and teaching to go after the questions, go after the basic questions first, right? Can you catch bass with rubber worms question, right? Uh, can you grow palm trees in North Carolina? Okay. Questions. That's usually where we start. And a lot of times there's a whole bunch of content that we can create in just that area. So basic questions. So that's why it's easier to do it that way. And you can actually create this content, right? Uh, I probably should tell you that if you want help with this, you can always find that by heading over to launchyourcontent.com. We have a full seven-day content creation challenge there where we'll take you through the entire process, 
We'll teach you how to do the research, find those low hanging fruit keywords, and then create the content, publish it, optimize it, and uh, start getting some of that traffic. So launchyourcontent.com, little shameless plug there. All right. So number one, it's easy to create. It's not hard. Okay. You can do it yourself. You know, and if you don't want to do it, my second point here on why I love it is because it can be outsourced. Okay. I'm not a good writer. I'm not really, uh, I guess a, uh, I'm a decent researcher, but I'm just not a good writer and I don't enjoy it. Right. I'm not a good typer and it's a little hard for me, but I do it. I write my emails and, you know, I do write some blog posts and, you know, I do write when I need to. But the cool thing about this is, is if you don't want to write, you don't have to. There's so many resources out there that we could hire that out. So that helps someone like me or maybe you that wants to scale. Maybe you want to go from where you're going to create one post a week, but you want to do three, have the other two outsourced. So that's the other great benefit of creating content and evergreen content is because we can outsource it. Okay. And we can scale this. So that's the second reason why I love this type of content, because you don't need a face. I don't need to say, Hey, can you record something for me? Can you record a video? And then it's not you or it's someone else, or they have to worry about how they look or how they sound. No, it's just, it's writing. It's, you know, words on a document or in a document inside of a blog post. Okay. So it can be outsourced. We, we can find someone to do it. And I know you might be asking yourself, well, Scott, where do you find those people? I mean, there's a whole bunch of places you can find people. Uh, there's services out there that uh, do it for you. And it ranges between like 30 bucks an article to a hundred dollars an article, to be honest. Um, but you can go to, uh, let's see, uh, freeup.com. You can go to uh, upwork.com. I mean, you can go to fiber.com. I would probably say if you were, you'd want to go with a premium writer there, which is still going to cost you about the same. Uh, you can go to iwriter.com. So there's just a few for you, but you really can find a writer and, uh, not that hard. The other thing I want you to think about too, is if this is an evergreen asset, an evergreen piece of content, think about it as an asset that you're investing in, right? So what people don't look at when they're building out one of these niche properties is they're like, I want to do everything bootstrapped. I don't want to spend any money on this. That's fine. You're going to spend time, then, right? So you're going to trade your time for the money that you would be investing in hiring a writer. Okay. So you have to just keep that into perspective. But a lot of people are like, well, I don't want to spend money on content until I know that it's going to get me traffic. You can't look at it that way. You have to say, I'm going to do my research. I'm going to learn and I'm going to be able to put a piece of content out there that potentially could bring back visitors, you know, and I, I was recently just going through this the other day. Cause I was curious. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to look at some of the content that we've created. And I just want to see, is there something that stands out as a piece of evergreen content that I'm like, man, I'm really glad that we created that piece of content. There was one piece of content and this doesn't happen all the time. There's one piece of content right now that's giving us between 2000 and uh, 2,500 visitors per month from one piece of content. Well, some would say, well, Scott, that's great. But what if I get one that only has, that only gets 300 searches a month, you know, people, or maybe I only have one that gets a hundred. Well, think about that. If you invested that time, let's say it takes you an hour and a half to create this piece of, of content. And for the next 12 months, two years, three years, five years, you're getting a hundred visitors per month. It adds up, right? So 
Maybe you have a hundred of those posts. Maybe you have 300 of those posts. Some are going to get a hundred, some are going to get 500, some are going to get 2000. Okay. So you always have to think about that. Evergreen content is evergreen. It's always going to be there. And it, the other cool thing is, is sometimes you're going to find out that it might take six months before it starts to get traffic. And then after that, guess what? It takes off and now it's getting 800, maybe a thousand, maybe 2000. Um, we've had that happen. And then sometimes it'll dip again, but that's okay. Right. Because you have an asset that can continue to deliver traffic. All right. So that's number two. So number one, it's easy to create. There's no barriers there really. Okay. Number two, it can be outsourced. Again, we can outsource it. So no, no excuse there. And three, it has a long shelf life. Okay. But when done right, right. You can't just slap up a piece of content, 300 words and go, okay, I did it. I put content out there. Why is it not working? Well, number one, you got to do the research. You got to find the low hanging fruit. You got to find the long tail keywords, especially in the beginning. You want to get relevancy going on your website. But if you create a decent piece of content, you optimize it even 80% of the way there, there's a really good chance that you'll start getting some traffic. And the other thing is, is once it's there, once it's live, it's published, it's there. It's there and it can be found. Now, here's one thing that I do see people making the mistake of is they try to make that piece of content perfect. And then it sits in draft for months before they publish it. Little secret here, a little insider, little uh, thought here for you. Um, if you don't publish that piece of content, Google doesn't index it. <laughs> so it's not doing you any good in draft. You got to hit publish. Okay. Hit publish. I would rather have a piece of content that is, it's not perfect, but it's good. And then I can always go back and tweak it. By the way, I'd rather have that piece live than have nothing because what's my chances of getting traffic. If it's in draft zero, what's the chances of it getting traffic. If I publish it live, pretty good. So think about that the next time that you're kind of like laboring over a piece of content and you're just like, Oh, I don't want to hit publish yet. Just hit publish, move on do the next piece. All right. So it does have a long shelf life, but the one other thing I want to make very, very clear is if you're talking about tech stuff or something that will be in now, but not later a trend or something that could go out of, you know, uh, you know, out of people searching for it. It can go out of uh, the, the trend that might be trending right now, right? So you have to think about that too. Is your question uh, something that will have a long shelf life or is it something like the new iPhone? And then a year from now, it goes away, right? Or the traffic dips. So you have to think about that as well, all right? And, uh, you know, bass fishing. I think people are gonna be bass fishing for the next 100 plus years, right? So. Are rubber worms going to be used? Yeah, probably. Are different lures going to be used? Yes. Are people going to want to fish in a pond? Yes. That stuff's not going to go away, right? So we have to think about that when we are creating that content, all right? So there's your three reasons why I love creating evergreen content and why we focus on that 100% of the time whenever we're building one of these niche properties. So number one, it's easy to create. Number two, it can be outsourced and you can scale it. And number three, it has a long shelf life to keep delivering traffic. All right. So guys, that is your Friday jam session. 
If uh, you want to hang out at one of these Friday Jam sessions, all you need to do is head on over to TakeActionCrew.com. Again, that's TakeActionCrew.com. You can sign up there. You'll be part of our email list. And uh, guess what? I'll be able to send you some emails with some more tips, tricks, and uh, advice on how to build out these niche properties. All right. So guys, that's it. That's going to wrap it up. As always, take care, take action, have an awesome, amazing day. And I'll see you right back here on the next episode. Take care. All right. Well, I hope that you enjoyed that Friday jam session. And like I said in the beginning, if you want to attend one of our live Friday jam sessions, all you need to do is head on over to takeactioncrew.com. That is where we show up every Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern time. And you can join us, you can ask a question, and then uh, I can answer it. And we can go ahead and also publish it here on the podcast. So once again, I just want to say thank you so much for listening. This is always one of the highlights of my week. And until next time, remember, I'm here for you, I believe in you, and I am rooting for you. But you have to, you have to, come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud, take action. Have an awesome, amazing day, and I'll see you right back here on the next episode. Now go rock your brand. Oh, and one last thing. If you can do me one small favor and leave me a review over on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast, and just let me know what is one thing that the podcast has helped you with since listening, whether you just started listening or if you're a longtime listener like this one right here from Leanne. She says, content is invaluable. Five stars. Host forever keeps my attention. The content is always extremely helpful. He's given me more of an education in the last year and a half that I've been listening than I would have gotten with a degree in entrepreneurship if that's even a thing. Tons of incredible, useful information, tips, and motivation. My favorite things are, one, he is not boring. He's engaging and motivating in a personal and professional way. Two, he doesn't dribble on about off topics. And three, the titles are on point. When I'm struggling with particular issues, I know that I can go to the podcast, search through the podcast, and find what I'm after. This is great because I certainly don't have time to go through a million episodes of different podcasts just hoping that I'll run across the topic I'm needing at that time. So I appreciate these so much. Your review will help inspire and motivate other people, and it will also allow us to reach more people inside of these platforms. So if you would do that, that would be amazing. And as always, remember, I'm rooting for you.